0: The American Council of Blind Lions, ACBL, is the affiliate that roars, and that's no lion. ACBL holds monthly conference calls and ACB convention events that help people who are blind or visually impaired become more involved in local Lions Clubs. Find out more. Call 502-897-1472 or email lions.acb at gmail.com. The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the content providers and should not be viewed as an endorsement of any product or service. Nor does it reflect the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. I'm Ron Miller, and I get to be here again. This is actually twice in one month, which is either good or bad, depending on your perspective. Uh, normally I only show up once a month. So, you know, that's the day everybody can take a siesta at 3 p.m. But, uh, and you, you still could if you, if you choose to do that. I won't tell. Uh, but I'm here again and let me, let me just start by sharing a bit with you guys. Um, because this, this, this event, this webinar is called Back to School with Braille. Five focus features to get your year off to a great start, right? I'm reading that in a very stilted way on purpose so that I can tell you that in the midst of putting this all together, uh, I have been receiving queries from some various lists, and it has forced me kind of of willingly to take a... a, um, not quite a left turn, but a half left turn on this, so you're, you probably won't get five specific features, um, but we are going to talk about Braille, and I want to put some tools in everybody's hands who are going back to school. Um, I just finished my summer semester, as you guys have probably heard, the ongoing saga of Ron returning to college during these webinars. Um, I finished the summer semester, I live to tell about it, and I am halfway through my master's program. And so far doing okay. And I have, I'm now in semester break. I have 10 whole days until the fall semester starts. So I want to put some Braille tools in your hands for those of you who are going back to, uh, whether it's grade school, middle school, high school, college and university school, or to school as a TVI or any other lettered profession that is working with people who are blind and using Braille. Um, or you just want some, some Braille tips to use as you're going to meetings, church, classes, sitting around taking notes as you watch Jeopardy, whatever. Um, I'm hoping these will be useful. <clears throat> so, the the little bit of a left turn that we took is I was getting a lot of questions about using Scratchpad, and I thought to myself, as I sometimes do, hey, Scratchpad's a really great tool in the classroom and other places. Let's focus on it a little bit, because though we've touched on Scratchpad in some webinars before... Correct me if I'm wrong, guys, but I don't think we've ever done any kind of a real in-depth uh, where we go through and look at Scratchpad features, and I talk about a lot of Scratchpad commands and that kind of thing. No, we went over it fairly quickly because we were talking yeah. about something else, but but it wasn't the main focus. Yeah, we kind of touch in a way and we never get into it. And part of that is, um, as I mentioned before we began the webinar today, this kind of a webcast thing is sort of scary for me because it's Braille. And Braille Especially using Scratchpad doesn't produce any speech, so you end up with a with a Ron Miller monologue, which could be good, or it could put everybody into that siesta we mentioned earlier. <laughs> but that's what we're going to do. So we're going to talk about some some great features, some great things, and we're going to focus very strongly on Scratchpad today, really exclusively on Scratchpad. Unless I run out of material, and I've got a few other things we can talk about, and then we can all sing in you know three part harmony. So. Let's talk about Scratchpad. Scratchpad is, for those who don't know, it is the real, basic, simple notes editor that is available on the fifth generation Focus Braille displays, Focus 1440, and even on the 80. And it's intended to be sort of like it sounds, a Scratchpad. It's it's our replacement to uh, somebody using a uh, spiral notepad and a pencil. So if you want to jot a quick note You can do that. It's it's available immediately without being connected to any device. It comes up very, very quickly. um, And it lets you jot a note and keep that note. Now, Scratchpad can also handle files bigger than just a note. I mean, it can handle more than 32 kilobytes in size. Scratchpad does permit the opening and reading of BRF and BRL, and for those in Spain, BRA files which are formatted braille files and i won't get really in depth on what is brf and brl think of brf as uh, braille ready formatted think of brl as a a format um and file extension that goes all the way back to the late 1980s and and uses actually some very cool editing commands that we don't even use anymore it began way back with the company called telesensory which many people don't remember anymore, um, but it the the scratchpad will let you open those files. And where that really impacts us today, I think, is it lets us download files from Bookshare or the NLS Bard program. Those are the ones I'm familiar with in the U.S. There are, of course, other agencies and other countries that have BRF files available and uh, often allow the download of them. So. We can now open and read those files in Scratchpad. There are some new developments in Scratchpad that some of you don't know about in the most recent uh, firmware builds. Uh, one of the things is, originally, Scratchpad would allow for notes being composed and saved in our proprietary notes files. And the extension for that is F- FNZ, like Foxtrot, November, Zulu. Think of that as being kind of an acronym for Freedom Notes, and OTZ, right? Notes. Um, I take either the blame or the credit for making up that extension way back in the day, so .fnz. And .fnz files were originally the only file type that you could take notes in, but we've added the ability to take or save our notes as text files, plain .txt files, and um, you can do that, but but the thing to remember is, if you want to save your notes as a text file, you need to use computer braille in uh, in the in the in that file. So as you're entering text, you're going to do so in computer braille, and that's because, frankly, uh, the focus and the scratch pad within the focus make for a pretty dumb device. We don't do any braille translation. We don't back translate from contracted braille to plain text. We don't back translate from literary braille to computer braille. You know, uh, Conversely, we don't forward translate from plain text to um, contracted braille. We don't do anything like that. This, this literally is a dumb scratch pad, a basic notes editor. So if you want text files, you can certainly have them, but you must remember that you will need to write your stuff in computer braille if you don't do that and you move one of your text files back to the pc and you've you know you've written away using contracted braille you're going to find that your text file is full of what i kind of jokingly call cartoon cuss words okay so uh, i am told that when uh, cartoon characters in comic strips used inappropriate language it would show up in the speech bubble as dollar signs and percent signs and other things, just the scramble of characters indicating this was unrepeatable and unprintable language. And uh, when you when you do contracted Braille, the the, the symbols that are used in plain text uh, look like dollar signs and percent signs and exclamation points and numbers and all kinds of stuff. So unprintable language. So you end up with cartoon curse words. So remember, if you choose to create text files in Scratchpad, you've got to use computer braille okay having said that it's a neat facility to be able to do the other thing we've of course added as we talked about is the ability to open uh, formatted braille files so you can read your books of choice and we'll talk a little bit more about some of the things you can do now that you couldn't do before so the first thing I want to talk about is starting scratchpad. and once power is turned on and you're your focus is up and running, regardless of whether it is connected to a device, you might be looking at Braille from your PC or your iPhone or your Android phone, that kind of thing, doesn't matter. You suddenly have the need or the desire to jot down a note or look at one of your notes files. All you have to do is press and hold the menu button and enter the letter N and then release all of the keys. Now, the menu button is that button, if you're looking at a focus braille display. If you've got one handy, grab it, because we're going to be referring to the keyboard and key layouts and that kind of stuff a lot, simply because this is pretty much a a scratch pad dominated webinar. So, if you're looking at your focus braille display, again, this is the fifth generation focus braille display, in between dots one and four is a button, and it is sort of a, a horizontal ellipse shape. it's wider than it is tall, sort of a modified slopy rectangle thing. anyways, it's between dots one and four. If you press and hold that button, I like to do it with my thumb so my fingers can still do Braille keys. press and hold the menu button, press dots one three four five to make the letter n and release them all and scratch pad will open. Now we know that you want to take a note and do it really fast so, we have Scratchpad actually open in a plain empty document, and that's so that you can immediately start taking notes. So, uh, if you if you press the menu button and N, and you see just a blank line on your Braille display, that's actually correct. That's what we expect. That's what we want to have happen. That's a blank line because it's ready for you to start entering text. Okay. If if you were using Scratchpad in the past and you flipped back to Braille display mode. Okay, and We'll talk about how to do that in a minute or three. If you've done that, and then you press menu with N again, then you'll be flipped back into your note, and you'll find your cursor is exactly where you left it. Okay, So um, you'll, you will see text, Then you may not see a blank line if you're in the midst of entering text and you flip to Braille mode. So if you're starting from, from brand new, you haven't had a document open, and you press menu N, and you're going to be opened on a, on a brand new file with a blank line. Okay, so when you do that, you've got your new file and you begin entering text, um, that text will immediately start to be entered. Okay, that sounds redundant, (laughs) but that's what happens now. Let's talk about our file types again. Okay, I told you that if you were wanting to create a text file, we'll talk about how to do that in a minute, then you need to remember to enter stuff in computer Braille. If, on the other hand, you're okay just doing a standard .fnz freedom notes file, then you can enter text in any format your heart desires. Uh, Uncontracted literary Braille, contracted Braille, grade three Braille, if you know how to read that. Some people do. Uh, Anything you want. Other languages, you can mix and match, okay? Because Scratchpad doesn't care. Scratchpad, uh, in its native form, in the freedom notes file, it actually literally records your keystrokes, okay? And we'll talk about why that's important in a few minutes. So it doesn't care what you're writing. There's no interpretation, interpolation, parsing, nothing. It just records the keystrokes that you've given it and saves them in that file. So feel free to to you know to, to enter text in any way that you want, use any any symbols, any shorthands, anything that you may want to use. Um, There, there is a caveat coming up and we'll talk about that in a minute. But just so you know, it literally doesn't care. Okay. Um, so you can enter text, do what you want. And then when you're, when you're ready, you press right shift. Where are the shift keys, Ron? The shift keys are those two square keys. They're located just underneath the space bar. So if you've got your focus braille display in front of you, find the space bar. You can put your your fingers on the Perkins keyboard. Let your thumb come down to the space bar. If you let your thumb fall over the edge, you feel that front panel of the display. In the very center are two square buttons: left shift and right shift. Now they don't act like the shift keys on a QWERTY keyboard. They don't capitalize letters for you. Um, they were called shift keys before I was involved in product management. Um, that's not my decision. There's a long Long story about why they're called shift keys, and if you guys catch me at a convention one of these days, I'll <laughs> I'll tell you um, as much as I know of the story. But uh, right and left and right shift keys, okay? Um, if you press right shift, hold it down with your thumb, I recommend, and then press the letter S and release, the scratch pad will save your file. If this file's never been saved before, it will ask you TXT question mark Y slash N. So it's asking you, hey, you're saving this file. Do you want to save it as a text file? Why for yes and for no. If you answer why, yes, I do, then the next thing you'll see is it'll ask you for a file name. It being Scratchpad will ask you for a file name. Enter the file name, press enter. Okay. And what'll happen is your file will be saved, but it'll be saved in a text format. It'll be given a .txt extension. And you'll see a message on your braille display that that says, file was saved. If you answer N for no, don't make it a text file. Then again, you're asked for a file name. And once you give that, press enter, which is .8. And again, your file will be saved, but it'll be saved with a .fnz extension. And it will not be a plain text file. It'll be a proprietary Freedom Notes file. And again, remember, the difference is in a text file, you've got to use computer braille. In a Freedom Notes file, you can braille things to your heart's content. Okay? That's how you save a file. Now, once you've done that and you see the file was saved message, just like in any other editor or word processor, you can keep on entering text in braille and again periodically save your work with a right shift S. Once you've saved it for the first time, any succeeding presses of right shift plus S will cause the file to be saved under the file name that you've given it and in the format that you've specified. That holds true uh, whether you save it now or you open it later and continue to save files. That's, that's a pattern we're all pretty much familiar with. Now, if you've saved your work, you've saved your file, and you, you have the need to grab your Braille display and run, if you power your display down and then you turn it back on, you'll still be in that open file. Your cursor will be where you left it. Okay, So that's how you open up files initially or open up Scratchpad initially. That's how you save file, okay? And remember, once you save the file, you are returned to that already open file. So let's pretend now, guys with me, let's pretend that you are writing away, taking notes, doing things, and you need to do another file, brand new file. Phone call comes in or whatever, and you need to take notes. You don't want to put it in your current file. So you want to open up a new file. Easy to do. Again, files open, you're, you're taking notes or you're reading a book, or you're doing whatever you're doing, if you press right shift, remember the, where that is, that's the right most of those two square buttons at the front of the braille, uh, the front face of the braille display just below the space bar, press and hold the right shift, press the letter N, think of new file, right shift N. If you have contents in the file that's already opened, okay, so you you've been working in that file, and you haven't saved your files, you know, there's there's keystrokes either since the file was opened as a brand new file, or since it was last saved, you're going to be asked if you want to save your work, just like I described before, okay? Save your work, Y slash N. Again, if it's, it's a file that's never been saved before, it's going to go through what we just described. Do you want it to be a text file? Yes or no. Um, if you've already saved this, and it's got a file name, and you're just opening up a new file, it's going to say, save your work, question mark, Y slash N. If you say why, um, there'll be a pause, your work will be saved, and then you'll be popped into a new file. Okay, blank line, line, all ready for you to go. If you answer with the letter N, no, I don't want to save my work, let's just throw it away, then you're immediately, uh, a new file is opened and your work is discarded. The stuff that you've been doing is discarded. And again, that's true whether this is a brand new file that's never been saved or it's a file that you've saved and you've opened and you've been working in. So please, please. Use this with care. <laughs> um, you know, if if you've been working away, taking notes for the next great American novel, and you thought Y and you pressed N, uh, your work is thrown away, okay? If you meant to press Y and you leave off the dot six from the letter Y so you make an N, again, your work is thrown away, uh, and the new file is opened, okay? that's That's not a problem as long as you remember that, okay? Uh, once you're in the new file, you know, everything is, is just like it was before. Uh, enter the text you want to enter. Press right shift S to save your work in this new file. Again, you'll be asked whether you want this to be a text file, I or N. And after you make that choice, you'll be asked for a file name. You'll enter that and you'll press enter. Okay, at that point, again, you'll get the file was saved message. Makes sense so far, I hope. All righty. Let me... um, Getting distracted. My dogs are barking and stuff. I apologize. (laughs) It's not a good thing um, for me to be distracted. Okay. Got ahead of my notes. Here we go. Let's talk about how to open an existing file. Okay, so we're in Scratchpad, and you want to open a new file for whatever reason. Uh, whether you want to open up file, you want to add notes to it. You've got a class file, uh, you've got a meetings file, and you need to open that up and, and add more stuff to it or whatever. Let's talk about opening a file. The pattern you'll notice is is very similar. So with Scratchpad open, you're going to press Shift plus O, and again. If you're working in a file and you've got unsaved content in that file, you're going to be asked save your work, y slash n. If you answer yes, your work is saved, and then you'll be moved into a list that we'll talk about in a moment. If you answer no with the n, then what you've done is discarded, and you'll be put into this list we're going to talk about in a moment. If this is a new file that you've opened and you've worked in, Again, same pattern we've discussed. You'll be asked if you want to save your work. If you say yes, it'll ask you, do you want this to be a text file? Yes, no. And you'll go through the drill. Yes, give it a file name, press Enter. No, give it a file name, press Enter, and it'll either will or will not be made a text file or it'll be an FNZ file, okay? Once you've gone through those steps, if they're needed, you're put into uh, uh, a list, okay? So you'll go from your other file, it'll close, and you'll be in a list that says select. Um, and that that is because in the file structure of the focus, there are two working folders. One is called books, one is called notes. And you've got the opportunity to select between the two. Now, if there are no books folders, uh, sorry, if there are no books files uh, in your in your Focus memory card at this time, the micro SD card, I think, and I should have confirmed this before I started this particular webinar, but I believe it won't give you the choice. It just shows you the list of notes files. Um, If there's only one note file because it's the one you were working in, that will show up. If there are formatted braille files in your books folder, or maybe you've got some big text files, you're reading them in computer braille. If there are files both in your books folder and your notes folder, You'll be given a choice to select between the two. Okay, so you're going to be asked, um, it'll say select file. And then if you use either the rocker bars or the nav rockers, or you can use dot one chord and dot four chord, which are the equivalent of, equivalent of up or down arrow, you will see um, a title books. And if you go down, you'll see notes. Choose the folder you want to look in. If you're trying to open up a book, choose books, of course, or choose notes if you want to go to your list of notes files and press Enter, which is dot .8. You could also press a cursor router button uh, above that, above the word books or notes, Okay, the line of cursor router buttons. The next thing you'll see is like a less than couple of periods and a, and a right, uh, sorry, greater than. So it'll be less than, dot, dot, greater than. That's just the top of the files list. And you can again arrow down using the rocker bars, the nav rockers, or dots one quarter, dots four chord, dot four chord being down arrow. And you'll see a list of files to open within the folder that you've selected. Okay. And you can navigate down to the file that you want and press dot eight, which is enter or a cursor router and open up the file in question. Okay. So it's pretty straightforward, I do believe. Um, let me move on down through here. I'm sorry. I apologize for the delay. I'm trying to avoid the anvil chorus in that uh, in the background here. So once your file is open again you can you can work within that folder, your file, you're back into the text editor. okay. When you've got an open folder, let's talk about navigating within an open file rather, and the commands you can use within an open file. You've got a number of commands and some of these, are going to be really, really familiar to anybody who has used either uh, our note takers before in the past, going all the way back to the old Blazy note takers, or you've used a focus with JAWS. Because these commands are pretty straightforward. And even some of our competitors uh, have have used the same navigation commands. I know that uh, when the first HumanWare products came out, they used them. It's just, it's, you know, they've been around forever. They were forever in the Blazy units, and also adopted by others. So for example, if you want to move up or down by line, you can use dot one chord, which is dot one with space bar, or dot four with space bar. So dot one chord is the same as an up arrow. You move up a line, dot four chord moves you down a line. You can also accomplish the same thing by using the rocker bars on the front of the display to move to the previous and next lines. Okay, rocker bar up, rocker bar down. If you want to move to the next word, you would use .5 with space, .5 chord. Previous word is .2 chord. And to the next character would be .3 chord, sorry, .6 chord. Previous character, .3 chord. So do you see the symmetry there? If you use the Perkins-style keys, .1 chord and .4 chord is previous and next line. .2 chord and .5 chord is previous and next word. And .3 chord and .6 chord is the previous and next character. To move to the beginning of the file, you can use L, that's one, two, three chord. so L with space. If you wanna to move to the end of the file, that's four, five, six chord. So that will, that will take you to the end of the file. Backspace is dot seven. The Enter key, as I mentioned before, is dot eight. If I wanna display the title of the currently opened file, press left shift, with T, so press and hold the left shift button down, and press the letter T. Now, here's a cool feature we've recently added. Well, I think it's cool anyway. If you're in a file that includes page breaks, so let's say you've got uh, perhaps a Bookshare file. I don't know if the Bard uh, files include them or not. I haven't I haven't checked. But if the file you're in, let's say it's a, a text file or a formatted Braille file, and it has page Page break characters, (laughs) it has page break characters. Um, You can ask the focus or command the focus to give you the page number, uh, display the current page, and the number of pages in the file. Okay, and it does require that the page breaks be included. Um, So NLS Bard might have that. I'm guessing Bookshare might. But to invoke that command, it is right shift. Plus the letter P, right shift P. For those of you who used the uh, the L braille, uh, sorry, not the L braille, um, the uh, the braille light way back 20 years ago, uh, the braille light millennium, the braille in speaks, we had a very similar command. And no, I can't remember what it is now, guys. But uh, if you remember back then, the way Blazy Engineering set it up, you would get a page number and also a line number. So you might be on page 75 line. 10 or something we can't quite get that granular but we can give you the page number that you're on and the number of pages in the document okay if you want to move through the file uh, by some other increments you can use the nav rockers which are the rocker buttons at either end of the braille line and these nav rockers let you move through files by line by paragraph or to pan forward and back by display length. And each of those is individually programmable. If you press the little round button that's above each of those nav rockers, you can cycle uh, each nav rocker independently through uh, line, paragraph, and panning. So you might want to set one to move you by paragraph, so you can skim up and down through a file, and have the other one move you by display length, by panning. And just so you know, Scratchpad defines a paragraph as a block of text separated uh, from another block of text or the next or previous block of text by a blank line. So you'll have a block of text, a blank line, then another block of text. That blank line indicates a paragraph. Uh, Unhappily, the thing we haven't been able to do, who knows what we do in the future, but right now, if you're in a formatted Braille file and uh, in which paragraphs are delineated by uh two spaces so that the new paragraph starts in cell number three Uh, scratchpad isn't smart enough to detect that so navigating by paragraph in a formatted braille file like that isn't going to work it it is looking for those blank lines okay so i i would like us to be able to do that as well um, but it's not something that we can do yet i'm hoping eventually (laughs) Um, maybe maybe in the future let me give you one more feature that I think is cool and it's a pretty new feature in scratchpad uh, and then I'll open us up for questions for a few minutes if you wish to switch back to the previously open file uh, so let's let's pretend uh, you're doing some research you've got a, a notes file open and then you open up a book file okay you've downloaded it from NLS or Bookshare or um, uh, you know, one of the services, if you're not in the U.S. listening to this, so you've got a, 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 some source material open, and you've got a notes file open. Let's say you see something really cool that you want to jot down in a note. If you press dots 246 chord, dots 246 chord, uh, it will let you flip back to the previous file. And that looks like a, uh, in, in contracted Braille, looks like an OW sign for contracted English Braille. It's kind of like a left-pointing arrow. So .246 with spacebar will flip you back to the previously open file. And then if you do that command again, it'll flip you back to the file that was open before. So you're basically cycling back and forth between the two previous currently open files. Okay, um, That's handy. Again, it's, a, it's, a re, it's sort of an homage to the Blazy engineering days when with your Braille and speaker, Braille and light, you could do that same command. We always found that handy and we thought it was worth adopting making a feature in Scratchpad. so let me go ahead and throw it open if there are any questions we've hit just past the halfway point this will be a good place to stop i know i've given you a lot of things to listen to and just me speaking so no jaw speech nothing we have any hands any questions we don't have any hands yet oh i put them all to sleep <laughs> okay no problem Hang oh, on.
1: Oh, actually there is. Um, Deborah, somebody I missed Deborah, it real quick. Deborah. Okay. Hello. Can can you hear me?
0: I can. Yes. You are oh, good and readable.
1: Okay. I, I uh, by the way, Ron, thank you for all those notes. I've had my focus here for um for about oh I guess a year and a half and I've mm-hmm. been trying to find a a way to Learn it sort of word for word. I'm not very good with manuals, so you uh-huh. you helped me out a great deal here today. Um, I'm just wondering. Uh, I often, you know, go to well, I go to church, and mm-hmm. the uh, sometimes the songster leader or the pastor will say, "Okay, um, we're going to do uh, song such and such. Mm-hmm. We're going to do verses one, four, and six.
0: Yep, been there.
1: <laughs> yeah. So now. Yeah, so how do you uh, do that or how do you cope with that especially if you do not know or remember the words to that particular uh song? How what is your you I know there's not really a um a special function for that on the focus. Ah, unless that's you're a really good really 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 fast with the, you know, with the rocker bars, what I m- make a note to do mm-hmm. and I do use some um Computer braille um, mm-hmm. uh, terms, so I can use do the uh, the text file thing. Yeah. Um, I number my I, I use the regular number sign one, mm-hmm. like the old number sign one. And for next verse number, number, there's sign. an old
0: one. What's the old number
1: sign? The, Just- the old one, the old one, going way, 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 way back many moons ago, mm-hmm. is a backwards V backwards. Yeah, yeah. Three, that's that's four, still, number. Five, that's still the number sign.
0: No, it's still number yeah.
1: sign. Yeah, so I use that. Yeah, that's still um, a number sign I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I said old number sign because I thought maybe there is a new one in computer Braille that I don't know.
0: Oh, they just don't use it. You just do your numbers at the bottom of the cell like you would in Nemes. The, the, the point of oh. computer Braille is to give you a one-for-one one correlation. You don't want to... Computer Braille goes back to, you know, the need for 80-column computer code back to the punch card days. Yeah. Right? So you yeah, didn't want to have yeah. a number sign or, you know, a, a dollar sign or even worse, a percent sign that takes up three cells. You wanted to have a one-to-one correlation. So you could count how many characters over you were because you didn't want to go beyond 80 characters, you know, uh, per line.
1: Yeah, so, yeah. No, same
0: old number sign. Yeah. It's the one that you know and love. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So let yeah. me tell you kind of what I do. Cause I, I do sing in church uh, when they let me, I'm on the praise yep. team and that kind of stuff. Um, so I've got like hundreds and hundreds of files, lyrics files that I've put yeah. together because I certainly don't have it all memorized. Um, I'll tell you what I do. I, my, our, our, uh, our, our worship team coordinator guy is really cool. He sends out the, the, the song list to, to those of us that are singing. And he would do it mm-hmm. to anybody who requests it. I mean, if you're blind and you're in the service and you say, look, I need the list of songs. Sure. He sends it out. I get yeah, it whether it's. that's what you do with me. Yep. Okay, so what I do yep. is I'll grab, I'll open up an empty file and I mm-hmm. will drop in the songs for that week. Okay? Yep. And mm-hmm. I'll just make one one monolithic file. And what I will mm-hmm. do is I'll go in and set a mark. We're going to talk about how to set a mark and select to mark in Scratchpad. So I can select what mm-hmm. I want and then delete the, f- the verses that i don't you know that we're not going to be singing, and that way your completed yeah. file only contains the verses that you need so yeah,
1: what why what I run into is when we sing the like the songs the uh for the service uh-huh. um the the pastor will say uh they I don't that part I don't get ahead of time. Oh,
0: this is on the fly. Okay. Yeah. Let, me give, another, let yeah. me give you another way to do this. Okay. Okay. Yep. So remember we just talked about how using the nav rockers you can step by paragraph through a file, right? Yep. Yep. And a paragraph is delineated by a blank line. Uh-huh. So drop in your music, you know, create yep. your big file if you want to. Yep. And once you've done that, if you don't want to do it in your, you know, in your in your lyrics files, your individual lyrics files. Yep. When you do your your file for Sunday, and again, you're going to spend 10 minutes or 15 minutes playing with this. Mm. Just before, like, okay, you've got, you know, verse number two. So you've got number two and then your verse. Mm-hmm. Park mm-hmm. your cursor right on the number sign and press dot eight to add a blank line in between verses. And that way you can set oh, whichever okay. nav rocker yeah. you want to move you by paragraphs. Reach over with your pinky or your ring finger. And if he goes, let's do one and three and four. So you can hit the song. You'll see one, you sing it. And you'll see 2 We'll just reach over and click down one, and you'll jump to three.
1: So what what you're saying is, uh, when you put your uh, your number in,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, do you press uh, a cursor routing key and then then write the lyrics, or
0: no, I, no, no, when no, no. go not go ahead and do your lyrics again. Okay, I yep. I am sort of presupposing that you're you're grabbing from pre-made files. Like I said, I've got yeah. hundreds of these things. So you. Yeah. you you, you mm-hmm. paste in your text into your into your file that's going to be for singing on Sunday. And yeah. when you've done that, because it would annoy me to have a blank uh. line all the time and all my stuff. When you've yeah. got your file set, just read down through it, find the, you know, number two verse, number three, and number four. You press the cursor router mm-hmm. above the number sign to 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 drag your cursor over there, to pop your cursor there, and then press dot eight and it'll it'll insert a blank line before that number sign so all of a sudden you've got a blank line oh. above each verse and then you can set oh, your nav yeah, rocker yeah. to move you by paragraph so you can step through the verses and just skip right over the ones you're not singing
1: okay so how do then how do you um okay how do you then pardon my parent is uh, yelling at us too it's very vocal that's great yeah well she's mad because i have my back turned to her and she thinks that she deserves all the attention <laughs>
0: My my but wife anyway, had a had Conyers, and they were the same way. Go ahead. Oh, they're, they're loud.
1: Yeah. How do you set a uh, a nav? You just uh, tap.
0: You tap the nav mode button. Okay. So you've oh, got okay. the you've got yeah. the nav rocker at each end of the braille line. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Turn when you got a minute. Turn on scratch pad, and yeah, just have on, an open file. On, yep, okay. Yep. Tap the tap that little round nav mode button, and you'll see on your display it'll show line paragraph. Panning line paragraph panning line paragraph panning.
1: Oh, here we are. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, and you it'll, yeah. and you can set each one independently, so you can have one to move by paragraph, and the other one to pan you, or by line, or whatever you're happy to do.
1: Okay, now when you set them, do you have to press dot .8 to enter your? No, your,
0: no, no. It's oh, done. Oh, we don't. Oh, Okay, nope, it's all no. done. Cool. Okay. okay.
1: Yeah. All right. Then I'll, I'm going to give that a try because there
0: you go. Just you know, yeah. drop in your get your text all set for the for the Sunday. I'm going to be doing this because I'm singing Sunday morning, oh. so probably. Hopefully not Saturday night. I'll be doing this. If I am, don't tell. Oh, okay. I won't. <laughs> and <laughs> I'll be making my <laughs> giant uh, lyrics file. So yeah, give that a try. Right. Okay. okay. Cool. All right. Yeah. Thanks for being with us. I appreciate it. Would not be the same without you. Any other hands?
1: I don't see any, Ron.
0: Okay. Well then, let's let's move on. Oh, let's see, where did I leave us? Oh, stuff we can do with an open file. So we talked about switching between files. Currently open file. I like that feature. Now maybe I'm just biased, but I think it's very handy to be able to do that. Now we are happily taking notes and let's say we've got an active connection with our PC or iPhone or Android phone, whatever. And I am flipping between notes and whatever's happening on my connected device. So I want to I want to put Scratchpad in the background, and I want to get back to, let's call it braille display mode. I don't think we've ever given it an official name um, at Vespero Freedom, um, but the command uses the letter B. So, let's say I want, to, I want to flip back to whatever device I'm connected to. Okay, I get a text on my iPhone. So I know the text is going to appear on my braille display. I need to come out of Scratchpad and look at the text and respond and do some things. So if I want to put Scratchpad in the background and go back to whatever active connection or connections I might have, all I have to do is press the menu button. Remember, that's between dots one and four. Press and hold the menu button. Press the letter B and then release. And that'll put Scratchpad in the background and it'll return me uh, to braille display mode. now, what's, what's nice about that is when I finish doing whatever I need to do, whether it's five minutes or five hours from now, on my active connection, I can press Menu with N, just like we did before, think of notes. It'll bring me back into Scratchpad in the file that I left off with my cursor exactly where I left it. So I can resume my reading, resume my work and editing, whatever I'm doing. So you can just flip between the two. Menu N to go to Scratchpad for note-taking. Menu B to go back to your active connections or just to the status line if you don't have an active connection for Braille display mode, okay? So you can easily move back and forth between them. Now, if you want to exit Scratchpad, you want to put it away completely. You don't want to leave any open files <clears throat> so that the next time you press menus and you're, you're set up to take a brand new note from within Scratchpad, all you need to do is press right shift or where the shift keys are, right shift, plus the letter X, think of exit, okay, clever, right? If you've got an open file and unsaved work in that file, so a new file or a file that's been saved, but you've added stuff, you're going to be asked, as usual, save your work, YN, actually, will say save work, question mark, Y slash N, okay? If you say Y and this file has been saved before, okay, pattern that you know, same, same, Same words, different verse, right? If you press Y, it'll either say file was saved, or if the file's never been saved before, it'll ask you again, do you want to make this text file? Y slash N. Go through the steps we've talked about several times now. Uh, Make that selection. Enter a file name. Press enter, and your file, your work will be saved. A new file will be saved. Scratch will Close. If you say N, then your work's discarded and Scratchpad will close. So what this means is the next time you press menus in, you'll be brought into a brand new file, blank line will be showing, um, so you can, you can start fresh. You'll be able to put, put Scratchpad away. That's handy on a number of, for a number of reasons. If, if I'm um, reading a book and I want to put it away, it'll save my place and it'll return to the book where I left off. If I'm working in a file and I don't want to forget that I've got an open file, notes file, meeting file, song lyrics file, and I flip into Scratchpad and jot a telephone number in the middle of my song lyrics. I don't want that to happen. And I don't want to take the time to do right shift and save and then move into a new file like we discussed. I want just Scratchpad to open fresh and new for me. I would exit Scratchpad with right shift X, go through the steps. Okay. If I'm working in a file, let's say it's class for me. Um when I when I do class notes, just so you guys know, um I might have uh like I'm taking a bunch of access tech classes right now for school. Um so maybe I open up I'm in a configuration, hardware configuration class, and uh it's it's today. I've got a class every Wednesday, every Thursday, which is today. Um I tend to make giant continuous notes files. And I, I put them together in reverse chronological order. So when I open up the file for today, and I do this at work too with meetings files. When I was a product manager and we do a production meeting, um, my I had a production meeting. It's still, you know, it's archived, but I've, I've got a production meeting file that's three years long um, because I want to be able to look back over notes from the past if I need to look up something about a product. So what I will do is I'll open the file. I'll put my cursor at the top of the file, maybe do one blank line. And then I paste the current date. Okay. And then I do another blank line. So I've got basically paragraph breaks with the new date, uh, and I can navigate down by paragraphs and, and scroll down through the years. <laughs> so with a class, I might be able to scroll down through the weeks. So let's pretend you want to paste the time and/or the date in a file. So with an open file, you're going to press the menu button, and you can use the, the rocker bars. You can use dot four chord for down arrow, and dot one chord for up arrow, as we discussed earlier, uh, you could use the nav rockers. Navigate down until you see, or up, this, this menu wraps round and round. Um, so press a rocker bar, let's just say, in the front of the display, until you see edit, so that's the edit menu. Press dot eight, or a cursor router button to open the edit menu, and then navigate down to paste time, or paste date, it's two options you've got, and press dot eight, enter. And that'll place the time or the date where your cursor is located uh, in, in the open file. Okay. Um, if you want, you could paste the time and the date. I tend not to paste the time unless I'm logging phone calls or doing something that you know it's real time critical. Um, I tend to paste the date. You know, what you do may vary. Uh, there are some times when I'm I, I do I'm a communications hobbyist. I'm involved in emergency an emergency response team here. So if I'm logging radio traffic. Um, I would place a date at the top of the log for the day, and then I would drop a time hack in there. But for me, the thing I do the most is I go into the edit uh, menu, go down to paste date, and I I put a date at the top of my current day's notes or whatever. Let us pretend I'm looking at my notes file, and I need to go back. Let's say it's class notes. I need to go back and find the notes from... July 7th, for example. So I want to find text within a file. Let's talk about how to find text in a a file. Okay, a currently open notes file. I would press, our good friend, right shift, plus the letter F for find. Now, okay, let me have both your ears for a minute. The thing you have to remember is Scratchpad is dumb. Okay, it's not interpreting, parsing, interpolating anything um it, it it's going to do exactly what you tell it so if if you've made this a text file for example what's the rule for a text file guys uh, and ladies it is that text files are composed in computer braille so if i'm looking in my text file and i'm looking for july's a bad example so let's say august space five so i'm looking for august 5th if this is a computer file, I don't, I, I cannot enter a-u-g-u-s-t sign, space, number sign, five, because it's not going to find that in computer Braille, right? I'm going to have to enter a-u-g-u-s-t, space, five, and the five is going to be at the bottom of the Braille cell, dots, two, six. Now, I, I gave you that long, kind of tortuous example just to let you think about what you're entering, okay? So let's, let's turn this on its head. Let's say this is a standard FNZ freedom notes file. You're brailing in contracted braille. Um, you've got to enter the string as it would appear as you're searching for it. So if I did aug, A-U-G, and then a drop D for period, space, number, sign, five, if I'm having a Ron Miller moment where, where my forgettery is better than my memory and I'm entering A-U-G-U-S-T sign, space, number, sign, five, I'm not going to find what I'm looking for because I didn't write it as August. I wrote it as aug period. Okay. So again, right shift plus the letter F, enter the string that you want to find and press enter dot eight. And you'll be moved to the first occurrence of the string that you're looking for. Now, if I don't remember the exact date, but I remember this thing was in August, I might just put AUG and start working my way down to find the next occurrence and next occurrence. So Let's say I do AUG and it shows me August 1st. Well, I know I'm looking for 5th, but I I don't remember immediately whether I did AUG or August. So I'm looking for the string AUG. So I hit August 1st. I want to find the next occurrence of AUG, for example. So I can press right shift plus dot four to find the next occurrence of the text string. If I want to find the previous occurrence of the text string, I would press right shift plus dot eight chord. Right shift with dot eight and base. That's pretty easy to do. They're close enough together, you can do that with a couple of fingers. So, right shift F to find, right shift plus dot 4 to find the next occurrence, and a right shift plus dot 8 chord to find the previous occurrence, okay, for finding text. Okay, we all still good? Everybody awake? Yes, we do have a question for you. Alright, go ahead. You what do we about- got?
1: You have about nine minutes.
0: Yep, I'm watching the clock.
1: Okay, so we have area code 828 ending in 772. Ask your question, please. Hi, my name is Karen, and I've got a couple of questions. I kind of was trying to take notes, and I missed some of the <laughs> things with words and characters. And no problem.
0: Let me point that- you-, you. Go ahead. Oh, I'll you.
1: your I was going to ask if you were going to make available like a word document or something if we wrote you or
0: something. Uh the question, you can. I'll tell you what I would do though, is I would point you toward all this stuff that I've got. I mm-hmm. uh, you know I'm not the most original guy in the universe, so I just borrowed from the documentation. If uh, you, you have a focus right now, a focus 5th generation display? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If you if if you're if you've got scratchpad open, And Mm -hmm. you press the menu button, and you rocker bar up. You'll see the word help. If you uh, press enter on help, it'll it'll all that is all this is right there in the help file. It's right there for you. Okay, Okay.
1: and I added another question when you were doing the right shift. Sure, you're doing a lot of like letters and stuff with right shift. Yes, I guess in the help file is there a list of those?
0: It's all in there. Let me point you toward one more resource that I actually like better than the help file. If you go to to our web page to support and you'll see documentation, Mm -hmm. okay? uh, Okay. You'll move down by heading. Once you're in the documentation page, press HHH if you're using JAWS. um, Mm -hmm. And so you see braille displays and then go down one more to the fifth generation display links. In there is the focus, fifth-generation Braille display, it's the documentation. Open up the HTML version of that documentation. Okay. And I say that because uh, you could do it with the PDF as well. I just like the smoothness of the way HTML works. But everything is is done by heading. Uh-huh. So you can press H and step your way through, or you could do uh, insert F6 and get the list of headings and then find okay. the heading about working in Scratchpad. And then all of these things that we're talking about They're in there, and you can use the letter H or Shift-H to move back and forth between the headings for all of these things. It's all in there. It's all beautifully laid out for you. Okay. And if you want, you can copy it and paste it and make your own cheat sheet. Okay. Okay.
1: Deborah has another question?
0: No problem.
1: Okay. Okay, Devorah. Okay. Am, am I, okay, that's good. Um, Welcome back. W- yeah. So what did you say for documentation on the, on the website? What was it? At, what was it? FL? What did you say there?
0: <laughs> go to, go to. That's okay. Go to freedomscientific.com. Yeah, yeah. And you're going to arrow down and there's a menu that's collapsed. You'll press enter on it to expand it. Okay. And you'll go down to support. Press enter yep. there and down yep. into documentation. Yep, and then everything's broken up by headings. So once you're on the product documentation page, start pressing H. Press H. Oh, okay, yep. Yeah, press H. Or you or you could do Insert F6, which will give you a list of headings, and you can just arrow yeah. down through until okay. you find Braille displays. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then under Braille displays heading, there is the the Focus Braille displays. Press Enter there, uh-huh. and then you'll see yep. the the it's. There's a PDF and an HTML for the Focus Fifth Generation Braille displays. I like the HTML because it opens uh-huh. up, it navigates well. And you can, again, either do insert F6 to get the list of headings or just H your way through the document until you find oh, the scratch pad and all kinds okay. of other goodies. Yeah. And once now, you're I in just, there, again, you copy mm-hmm. and, you know, grab the pieces you want. Yep. And uh, you can make your own cheat sheet if you want to.
1: Now, I was making notes uh, as you were talking.
0: Oh, uh, I was moving so fast. And
1: I'm sorry. Yeah. What was it? Going from, um? oh, what was it? Uh... I'm um, looking for something in a file, and we oh finding it, the exact uh, August. I
0: just put AUG. Oh, I and, just did that because if I if I'm looking yeah, for right. a text string, yep, and I don't try and find the correct text. Like for example, and I, I literally I'll give you an example because as I say, my forgettery is much better than my memory. Yeah, let's say I'm looking for the you know notes in August. And I don't remember the exact yep. date, so I'm looking yep. for August. But I have been abbreviating it. AUG period for whatever reason. Now, if I do a paste date, it's not going
1: to. Yeah, you gave the the individual um, chord numbers like for looking for... uh, Oh, okay. So,
0: right shift F for find. Okay. This is all in that documentation, by the way. It's all there. That's right. I didn't... um, And then right shift dot four to find the next occurrence. And then right shift dot eight chord. I don't know why they did that, but they did. I would have done dot one but okay. okay, right shift yeah. dot eight core to find the previous occurrence. Yeah. Okay.
1: Okay. Well, I'll, I'll be look. I'll look in the the documentation anyway. But I was just trying to make notes while you were on on. Uh,
0: no on problem. The You're yep. gonna look through the documentation. and Go. Pff, oh, that's where he got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's all there. Honest. No. Oop. You killed her. She was half a sentence. Are we all still there? We got about two minutes.
1: Yeah. Should I?
0: Bring her back if you want. Okay. She she was mid sentence oh, Sorry. <laughs> okay, Deborah. What was your other question?
1: I sent her the unmute again. Yeah. Okay. Am I on Your other question.
0: You're back now. You, you oh, got as okay. far as now, and off you went. What was your uh, other question?
1: Okay. If I wanted to say Braille, use my uh, focus. Um. Instead of typing in the uh, on the on the computer, which I very seldom do, but I might at some point.
0: I do it a how, lot. Go ahead.
1: How do you switch it back to uh, to to? How do you what would be the command on the focus to um, ask it to go ask it to do a, like Braille,
0: regular typing with the Perkins keyboard? It just does it if you've got JAWS running. okay it's called called braille in it's automatic if you want to send me a note on that it's it's in your manual okay if you want to check it out there it's jaws braille in um for everybody if anybody wants to drop me a a question or whatever it's r miller that's r-m-i-l-l-e-r at vispero v like victor i-s-p-e-r-o.com Miller at vispero.com i'm happy to answer questions i will tell you very honestly if it's just a tech support related question I can't do a million of those or my other stuff. You know, my day job doesn't get done. So I might defer you to, to tech support. But if it's questions about what we've talked about here, about using Scratchpad, about using your focus with JAWS, whatever, I'm happy to dialogue about those things. So Miller at Vespero.com. And we're just about out of seconds, I think.